The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. It's time to turn your site into a money-making machine. WebmasterRadio.fm presents The Shoe Money Show. Your host, Jeremy Shoemaker, covers all the angles from contextual advertising, affiliates, donations, subscription, direct sales, pay-per-click, and more. The Shoe Money Show will help you get the most revenue using various streams of income. Show me the money. Now, join your host as we bring on the bling. Give it up for Shoe Money. Hey everybody, what is going on? Today is March the 25th, and you are listening to The Shoe Money Show live on Webmaster Radio. Um, co-hosting the show with me today is Lauren Feldman of 1938 Media. Lauren, what is up? How are you, Shoe? Thanks for having me, man. So this is radio, no video. Right, it's radio. They they have video, but I've never done it yet. They have like a webcam you can fire up, but haven't. All right, well, you know me, I'm not... Okay. I got that black background. And <laughs> well, can I, I? I just want to use my radio voice then. Okay, kick it in. Welcome Ready. to the Shoe Money Show. I'm Lauren Feldman, your co-host. Shoe Money, take it away. Awesome. Thank <laughs> you, sir. So, um, me and Lauren had a few brewskis down at uh, South by Southwest a couple weeks ago. It was a good time. Um, how long were you down in Texas, Lauren? I was down there for like uh, from Wednesday to Sunday or something, or four or five days. I wish I would have got. I was there for one day, and I wish I would have got to hang out more. But that's yeah, the way no, it, goes. It, it was a good time down there. I mean, all the most of the usual suspects and a lot of new ones. So it was fun. It was really like the second time I had been exposed to a kind of a blog. Uh, atmosphere, like meeting a lot of high-profile bloggers. Like I, I had gone to Blog World and met met some people there, but like like Copy Blogger and Darren Rouse, I don't think was there and, and stuff like that. But but this was like the first time I'd ever really met a lot of these high-profile bloggers. And what were your impressions? I thought some were like really cool. Like like Copy Blogger is a really awesome dude, Brian Clark. I mean, like, that guy is, is a really, really awesome dude. Is um, he what you expected? No, I, 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 I don't know. You know, I'd never know what to expect. And, I mean, he, he probably exceeded my expectations. Um, by well, I don't, I don't mean, like, yeah, no, I don't mean necessarily, like, as a bro. I mean, he's a great guy. But, like, did you meet anybody and, like, wow, I thought this dude would look different or something like that? Yeah, I thought Scoville was was really standoffish when uh, when I I asked him. You know, I was like, "Hey, can I get a picture?" You know, blah blah. blah. And he was, I I don't know. I thought he was a little weird, and uh, I don't. Know, I thought he would be more people friendly, but um, uh-huh. I don't know. I just kind of got the impression that he was he's kind of a, a jerk off. But that was my well, my he, impression. Scoville's an interesting character in social situations for sure. Um, you know, he's probably a little intimidated by you. I mean, an ego kind of thing, you know. I'm yeah, sure that comes to it a little no. bit. Yeah, yeah, no, I, a little bit. But, in, you know, who knows? You know, I mean, Scoble's in his own world, you know, really. I mean, he's like completely in his own world. So I wouldn't sweat it. 
But overall, it was a lot of fun there. You know, I like I like the B five guys. I like Tris and yeah. Jeremy. And, you know those guys. I, I I really I really like it down there. I mean, I went down as like a PR jaunt for me. Like I don't really go to too many of these things either. And I figured, you know what? Let me go down to this thing and just kind of show my face a little bit and see what's up. And I dug it. You know, most people were really nice to me. I, I met some nice people, so all good. Yeah, that was good. Um, did you go to any sessions at all? I went to one session, which is where are the black tech bloggers. <laughs> you know, as soon as I asked you that, I remember that. And um, so for people that don't know, Lauren did a post about um, basically saying, you know, where's, where's all the black tech bloggers? And, you know, it was, it was in good humor and, and whatnot. And, um, boy, uh, there was a complete witch hunt. Um, well, that, you know, I won't make you say it, but the title of the piece was like Tech Nigga. N-I-G-G-A, and as Jeremy said, it was like a big funny piece, and it was a big shitstorm. Yeah, and everyone who knows Lauren knows that, you know, he makes fun of everybody. So it's like, it wasn't, I mean, there's not a racist probably bone in his body, but so so then the, um, it was it was interesting. So Lauren sucked it up and went to this, um, at, at South by Southwest, this certain, uh, this session which was where all the black tech bloggers. And so what they, did they put you on stage or were you just in the audience? No, I was just in the audience. And, and, and the, um, they, opened, they opened the session by playing the video. And, yeah, you're, you, know, you're, it, you know, whatever. I mean, not by audience. It didn't get a lot of laughs. But um, that's okay. And, you know, it kind of went from there. Yeah, but the weird thing is I never read about it anywhere on the Internet. About their session. Which I kinda I kinda think that makes your point of where's all the I mean that definitely makes the point. They also just on a more practical level, they also got screwed because it was the same time as the Sarah Lacey Zuckerberg disaster was going on yeah. in another room. So, you know, that took a lot of the press, but you know, yeah, I mean, you know, what can I tell you, man? Like you said, I wanted to suck it up. They wanted to have a conversation. It's about conversations. I asked the question. The reason, you know, that the panel was there was because of my videos. So I figured I'd, you know, have enough respect to at least show up, right? So, right. You know, that's I think it's super big of you to show up for that. Well, yeah, I mean, it Maybe just seemed like the right thing to do, you know? I mean, I stand behind my art, quote-unquote, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I mean, I mean, I know a lot of, of African-American um, people that are in the technology, but there, for whatever reason, there, there isn't that many African-American technology bloggers. This isn't. I don't know. Um, well, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know why. I don't know if it even matters. I mean, I met a couple of guys sure. actually a after that show, um, black guys who came up to me and were totally cool and were like, yo, you're a nut, but it's funny. And, you know, I mean... Listen, it's an individual kind of thing. I mean, you know, why there aren't black tech bloggers, I don't know. You know, I mean, I don't know. I don't care. I was just, like, kind of bringing up sure. a point and, you know, making shtick, you know. So it is what it is. You know, I guess there's, you know, probably not too many Korean bloggers either, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, at least you see a lot of Asian, like you've got the Justin guy and you've got, 
some other Asian people, and and you see, you know, a lot of Indians. You see a lot of uh, other ethnic. I don't know. Anyway, and I guess it doesn't doesn't really matter. It's just a it's an interesting thing um, there at the. At yeah, no, it was and, it was a, it was a fun was, panel for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I it would I would be pretty uh, uncomfortable walking into um, that that area. But when you were telling the story, I was like, oh my gosh, that's uh, pretty amazing. But yeah, so um, I, that's funny because I actually went to these sessions. I totally forgot about that. But um, yeah, it was it was a really awesome time. It was the first time I met you. It was the first time I I really got to spend some time with Ted Murphy, um, the idea CEO. Um, He's the guy. I love Ted. It takes a lot of heat from the silicon, you know, guys. But um, he's a good—he's a good guy. I mean, I—I I don't know why he's a target. There's 90 people that that are trying to do what he's doing or doing it, and um, he seems to catch the heat for it. But uh, he does well in that in that position. Yeah, I mean, he was first to market and was, or I mean, I think one of the first guys to market in in that space. Um, I followed him from the beginning when Jason and Jarvis jumped all over him and Arrington and all those guys, like you said. And I always felt he got a raw deal. I mean, it always got kind of personal with him. And, you know, at the end of the day, I don't think there's anything wrong with what he's doing. I mean, I'm not an expert with the, the no-follow links in your whole world, right? Like, that's not my world. But from a, a writer, content producer... You know, Joe Schmo kind of guy. Truthfully, I never had a problem with him or his product, more importantly. Like, if that's your trip, no problem, you know? And I, I don't know. I never got it with that, you know? Right. Yeah, I, I, um, I, I mean, like, that's how I heard of him. I'll just be honest, was originally I heard because um, he was getting so much press on TechCrunch. And and that's when I heard of Paper Post, and and it was kind of funny. I mean, he says his biggest referrer of traffic and his best converting traffic comes from TechCrunch. So, hey, at the end of the day, I, I mean, I always say there's no such thing as bad press when you have a good product. And um, I mean, he's got a he's got a very loyal, freaking huge base of uh, people that are making money, you know, doing their thing. So you know, the whole disclosure thing or whatever. I mean, that's. Whatever. I mean, that's a whole other debate. But what do you think about exactly. the whole disclosure on the on blog stuff? What's that? What's your What's your position on the disclosure of of a like a paid post? I think that it, listen. You know, I don't think that disclosure. I mean, we're talking about ethics is the biggest thing here, right? So disclosure. This. I mean, you know, or I mean, deals are structured in so many different ways. You know, and first of all, why does your reader viewer have a right to know all of the intimate details? Like, you know, listen, you put up the big check. That's your shtick. It motivated people. You know, it shows that shoe money knows what the fuck he's doing. Pardon my French, et cetera, et cetera. You know, a lot of deals that I do fly underneath the radar because of who I am. And there are companies that I deal with daily that, you know, don't don't want it to be public necessarily because I'm doing other kind of work with them. Do I have to disclose that? If I like a product and they're paying me and I talk about it, okay, do I have to disclose that? Why? Who gives a shit? It's not anybody's business. That's how I see it. Yeah, you know yeah I agree. I mean, I always, I always think that 
I mean, my disclaimer is always like, you know, you should assume I, I have motivation for, to talk about everything I talk about. And, you know, use your head. And if you like the thing, then use it. If not, then that's fine, you know, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, I actually, you know, I, I discovered you pretty late, late in the game, and it was almost through your disclaimer. And it's exactly right. I mean, come on. It's like suddenly, you know, people in their basements, God bless them, you know, they could be making six figures, but, you know, still mom and pop guys or whatever. I mean, you know, what do you expect from people? Everyone's hustling. Open your eyes. You know, don't believe anything. I mean, me and you kind of always preach that same vibe. And it, it's just ridiculous, this whole disclosure debate, truthfully. I mean, you know, when people send somebody a camera, this or that, it's like, who gives a shit? I mean, if somebody sends me right. something and takes the chance of sending me something, right? You know, out of the blue, let's say, will you try this? I mean, they know me well enough where, like, they better be confident in their product, you know, if I decide to do something with it and I hate it, I'm going to say so, you know, and vice versa. I mean, you know, generally, I wouldn't even take advertising that I really hate. Because, you know, all of my marketing is conversational. I'm not a banner ad guy, you know. So I don't know. I, I don't know what the big deal is, you know. I really don't. So so um, you, how did you get started with doing all the video? While we're, by the way, we have uh, our guest today joining me in Lordman, Lauren in, uh, Lordman? in, in a few Lordman. minutes will be uh, Cyan Bannister, who is the founder of Zivity. And... Um, until then, me and Lauren are just going to wrap a little bit. And uh, I thought it would be a good time because Lauren has one of the most popular uh, video blogs. Uh, what, what do you call it even? Uh, blog, video blog, podcast. You know what? I call it, you know, I call it videos, <laughs> you know, or yep. a web show, I guess. I've never been a big fan of the word blog, and vlog takes it to a new level. Got you. Yeah, the, um, how, did, how did you get started with the whole thing? Well, 19, I mean, before I got into the web business, I lived in uh, Los Angeles, and I was in the film business. And I got into the web pretty early, um, you know, just dabbling. I mean, early AOL, um, eWorld, you know, CompuServe, all that kind of stuff. And I played with it as a hobby. I came back to New York after a pretty much failed... Um, you know, failing to become a big movie star Hollywood career, I came back here, started a web company, and we did design and marketing, you know, straight website design, microsites. Um, we did stuff like Nokia, the Navy, um, you know, things like that, you know, sign-up kind of sites. And I saw that the video thing was starting to happen. And, you know, truthfully, like, just dealing with the web design was such a pain in the ass after a while with client changes in terms of, you know, can you bump my font up a point or, you know, change the color green to another color green. It was just like a nightmare. And I saw this video thing happening. I was involved with film and digital filmmaking and, you know, new QuickTime and, you know, Final Cut and had some talent as an actor, so I thought. And I just kind of switched the company over from a design company to a video company. And I started doing videos myself, you know, just kind of for fun, really. And, you know, for a long time, I was talking to myself, you know. 
And I, I've never been, you know, I was taught in Hollywood, like, you play to a, a wood plank, you know. If the room has zero people or 10,000 people, you still play to the room the best you can, you know. And after yeah. a while, I, you know, a couple people noticed me, and I got a little traction and, you know, a little more traction. And business started to come in. We basically, in addition to the entertainment stuff that I do and you see on the site, we have another site, 1938video.com, and that's our commercial division where we help companies use video, um, produce video for them, and then integrate it into their social media, you know, kind of stuff. And it's pretty much taken off from there, and, you know, here we are. Yeah, so for, for a lot of companies that are out there listening that are just looking for more exposure, looking to relate more to uh, your audience or customers, consumers, you can you can uh, contact Lauren, and they, they actually will come in and, and do uh, behind-the-scenes footage or whatever you want to do. He does a great job. So, um, yeah, I mean, Lauren, thanks. you're I mean, kicking butt over there. We, yeah, I mean, we just help companies use video. I mean, you need video to communicate. You use it a lot. Obviously, everyone's into video, and we just come in and help companies, you know, get their brand together with video. So, awesome. thanks for the plug, so too. That's, that's the story where we are now. Okay, um, I've been told that we have we have Cyan with us, so we can go ahead and, and bring her on. Um, so joining us now is the founder of Zivity.com, uh, Cyan Bannister. Cyan, are you with us? I am. Thank you. Well, welcome to the Shoe Money Show. Um, my co-host today is Lauren Feldman, who is 1938 Media. Um, he does Hi, a lot of podcasting, stuff like that. So, um, how are you today? Pardon? All right, so how are you how are you doing today? Oh, doing well. Thank you very much. It's a beautiful day outside, so thank you. And you you guys are located in San Francisco? Yes, we are. We're over in um, the hardest startup land in San Francisco and in Soma. All right, well, tell us a little bit about Zivity. Well, um Zivity is actually we like to say that uh we are a community-powered showcase that promotes female beauty. Um, so you might say, well, what does that mean? Uh, we're a social networking site that enables its content creators, uh, both women who uh, want to post photos of themselves um, uh, alongside with photographers, uh, to share in a revenue stream. Uh, we basically have a, uh, a very unique uh, patent-pending voting system that allows users to vote on content that they like, um, so that distributes royalties to them. So that's sort of the long version of, of what Divity is. Awesome. And I, I first met you guys or was exposed to you guys at the TechCrunch 40 conference uh, where you guys presented on stage. I, I wrote about it a little bit today. It got posted a little later than I wanted to. I had a little technical issue with my blog, but um, but it certainly generated quite a bit of comments and, and whatnot. But, I mean, it was definitely one of the more memorable uh, presentations from the event. Um, is that kind of where you guys launched from? Yes, actually, we did uh, launch at TechCrunch 40, and we, at the time, we had maybe a handful of what we call test pilots on our site, um, but afterwards, uh, the uh, the TechCrunch 40 attendees, it actually was a few months afterwards, were the first members on the site, but it was the first time that we actually revealed any portion of the site to the public. Got you. I think that Zivity is an incredible story, um, Mostly because you know we always we always talk about different ways people can make money um, online on the internet and um, you know with such a global economy and stuff like that. But but you guys, I think you know two things that always prevent people from being successful 
is fear and, you know, not being able to do what, or not having the will to do what others want. So, like, basically, you, you know, you took the initiative and, and went in a direction and, and just went after it. And I, and I think that's awesome. There's obviously a need there and um, a need to do it in a classy, regulated way on the Internet. And I think that, that you guys are definitely pioneering that area. Well, thank you. Um, we like to think of ourselves as uh, the HBO of the Internet, and I'm glad that you brought that up, because if you think about MySpace and Facebook, they're like NBC and, and CBS, and um, they're definitely controlled by advertising dollars. So whatever they do, um, they can't push any sort of content boundaries um, or guidelines in you know freedom of speech and freedom of expression um, that you can do on a subscription-based social network, and that's what we're trying to do. Um, so, if, like, for example, if you become incredibly popular on MySpace and um, you have thousands and thousands of fans and you put all of that work into it, you can actually have your account deleted or, or removed um, because maybe you were a little too risque or you did something that, um, you know, that an advertiser didn't approve of. Um, so that doesn't allow people to actually be entrepreneurial and doesn't really empower them to actually become, you know, content creators. And you're seeing this on sites like YouTube, et cetera, where people are constantly trying to push the, the boundaries and are unable to do so. And so that's the dream of Zivity is to create a space where, you know, people can actually express themselves a little bit more than they, they can on these sites in a, in a safe place where they can actually reap the benefit through um, revenue sharing. Um, one of the things that I see is on YouTube, I was reading the story the other day about, um, you might be familiar with uh, Perez Hilton. Um, mm -hmm. I think he's like a, a very popular gossip columnist. And he, um, he had some video that he put on there, and he's part of the, the revenue-sharing program on um, YouTube. And apparently he only made about $5,000, and he published these numbers. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. But if you think about it, when you actually are just ad-supported, you only have a finite amount of money you can actually work with. You know, you have to pay employees, you have to cover operational expenses, and, you know, there's not enough to really go around to pay the content creators that drive, you know, the eyeballs to your site. So um, the great thing about Vividi is we can be as profitable as, uh, we can actually make as much revenue, I should say, as, as Facebook um, with 2 million subscribers versus however many they have. Gotcha. And, the, and, and Lauren, feel free to jump in if you have any questions at any time. Um, oh, I, I we, did have a, we did have a few questions um, on my site. Was, was one was um, a person noticed that, that not only, you know, are you, uh, are you, the, is you, are you a co-founder or are you the founder? Because I, I kind of read, like, one said you were co-founder and one said you were founder. Well, I'm, I'm kind of both. Uh, the, the idea okay. originates out of my head. And so um, I originally started the company by myself, and um, the second, uh, my co-founder is actually Jeffrey Westcott, and uh, he's someone who I really admire and felt that um, would be the best person to start the company with me. And so basically that we were a two-person team for a while, and then probably about uh, right around the time after we closed our Series A funding, we recruited Scott Bannister, who's my husband. And so we have a three-person team. Gotcha. And I, and I know the name Scott Bannister. Um, you guys had a, that was related to a spam appliance that was a company that was purchased by Cisco. Is that correct? Yes, yes. That's, uh, actually, okay. all three of us come from Ironport. Awesome. Yeah, that was yeah. an amazing success story. So, and also, I mean, the question that was actually asked was, um, you, you not only are the founder, but you also are a model on the site. And, yes, and the I person am. asked, you know, <laughs> have you always kind of been like a voyeuristic or was this, I mean, is that kind of 
what kind of drove the site, or, or and, and how nervous were you the first time you put yourself out there? Well, first I have to tell you that I'm not voyeuristic, and um, it actually was a bit of a challenge for me, and um, mostly just because, you know, there's this, it's, it's actually a serious decision that every woman has to make, and that's why it has to be a decision. Um, but one of the things I started with is I... I actually started an experiment where I started with closed photo sets, and I started seeing these amazing pictures that were taken of me where I looked at them and I was like, wow, you know, I actually look like that. That's really fun. Um, you know, and it was just like, okay, well, can I go to the next step and, and, and be nude? And I actually did a nude photo set prior to starting Zivity, otherwise I would have never started this company. Because, um, you know, I wanted to go see what it was like, and it was incredibly fun, um, incredibly empowering for me, and it was private. It was just something I did for myself. And, um, you know, has it been, what was the second question? The first question was, you know, was it voyeuristic and was it hard? Was that the second question? Um, I was nervous. I have to tell you, when I, when I uh, was waiting for my set to go live and that people were going to see it and I was going to be on the Internet for the first time, I was absolutely nervous, and I think that's normal. And, um, oh, yeah. But you know what, yeah. afterwards, <laughs> afterwards I got all of these wonderful compliments and comments and, you know, especially from the models, and who's actually, if I had to tell you who I primarily did it for, it's for our models on our site, um, because um, I'm one of them, and I'm there for them, and uh, so I hope to be a really good role model, and I wouldn't ask anybody to do anything I wouldn't be willing to do myself. Got you. So I'm currently, and, and actually, I saw the, uh, originally I saw it because uh, TechCrunch had a post, and it said, you know, Zivity founder bears it all, or something to that effect, and I was like, Wow. You know, that's that's pretty amazing. That not only are you, you know, like the founder, but you're also willing to, to do what the what the models do and that's that's great. And, well, and the great you doing it as well. It, it's full disclosure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> full disclosure. So so then also um let's see, the uh so the revenue model is and and how users make money basically from what I got out of it using it is uh, people currently can purchase votes, is that right? Or do votes come with a subscription or um, Well it's kinda of, yeah, it's kinda of confusing right now because we're in we're in private beta so we're giving everyone free accounts right now, but we, we will be turning subscriptions on um, everybody will get fair notice, you know. Depending on when you joined will determine how, how long of a free account you have. Um, and as soon we're going to build in features where you can actually see I have a six-month free membership, I have a three-month free membership, I have a one-year, et cetera. And, um, but right now, because we're trying to get feedback from users so that we can create you know, a wonderful community, um, we actually give you a free membership, and then uh, we subsidize one vote. Uh, we started out in the beginning with five votes, but we've actually, because we're growing so fast, we can only you know, obviously afford over the long term to give people one vote. It's in a real dollar that you actually can cast. Um, and what happened was it turned out that one vote was not enough for some people, and they wanted more. And so we got a lot of requests for people to uh, enable uh, the, uh, the purchase of additional votes. And so we actually built that feature um, probably sooner than we intended to. And our business plan is actually not built off of the sale of additional votes. But we're selling about probably one vote per user per month at this point on average. Awesome. So if you think of, you think so, of Facebook, it's kind of like Facebook and those virtual gifts you can give. Um, so mm -hmm. people, I think Facebook makes millions off of selling, you know, turtles and flowers and, and um, you know, candy canes and stuff like that. Um, so if you think about yeah. our voting system, it, it, it's, a, it's very similar to that. 
Do you have any kind of like general breakdowns of what type of gals, um, you know, your average sign-up is? Is it a younger hottie in college? Is it a, a milfy type of woman? I mean, across the board, do you have any of that yet? I would have to say it, it's a wide variety of women. Um, I like to describe Zivity models as truly being the woman next door. So we have women on our site who are doctors who go to school. We have a, a, a neuro, someone who studies neuroscience. We have, you know, people who design their own fashion lines. We have, you know, mothers. Like you said, you brought up mothers. We have people who are mothers. We have, um, I think the age is anywhere from 19. I think the oldest model we have is 42. Um, and our 42-year-old model, she really looks like she's in her 30s, early 30s. So, um, but just a wide variety of ages and, um, you know, just, I, I really, I really couldn't tell you. Probably the, the, if you had to say the average age, I would say probably 21 to 27-ish. So then, uh, and I also noticed there's there's a there is a large variety between um, you know everything from body types to you know different uh, people with different ethnic backgrounds and it looks like uh, just about everything is represented on on Zivity. Um and it's uh, it's 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 a really I I, I want to say like the way you guys present it I mean it's very classy the photos you know obviously the photographers are very very talented. Um, but also, the way you guys present it and the, the way the transitions go between the pictures and stuff like that is a very, very cool effect. And I'm not a big Ajax, flashy kind of person, but I love the way just the, the user experiences on how you can just go from go between pictures and, and the way it does, and then you can hit back, and it doesn't take you back through all the pictures. But go, so it's like you guys almost interpret what I meant, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so first, we, you know, I, I would love to to talk about um, we. The reason why we have a wide variety of looks on our site is that um, this is actually part of my vision. Is um, if you think about the fashion industry and you think about the images that we're fed, that we're supposed to like, that we're supposed to enjoy, and we're kind of told um, this is what beautiful is. So women have to live up to this, and, and so do men. Men are basically dictated to as to what a beautiful woman should look like and who they should date, and you know. Uh, what beautiful is, and we have to live up to that standard. Um, we're supposed to be uber thin and have a certain, you know, aesthetic to ourselves. But um, it turns out when you hit the streets and you ask, like, actually ask people what they like, you, you get a wide variety of answers um, from, I, you know, what I find most attractive about a woman is her laugh or um, her eyes or her feet or her hands, you know, and it's not what you would expect. And sometimes it's, you know, what a woman reads or how she thinks and, you know, so we really hope that on Zivity we give people a dose of that reality so where they can, see, you know, sort of push the boundaries of the fashion industry and what people think is beautiful. And um, I do think that all of the women on our site are absolutely stunning. Um, and they, they go, you know, the, one of the great things about still photography versus video is if you get paired up with a professional photographer, you can create amazing images no matter who you are. Um, what size, you know, the, you know, size diversity doesn't matter at that point because you can look your absolute best. And um, that's what Zivity hopes to do, and that sort of gets into the interface of why our interface is so slick and why we put so much effort into it. Is if you think of Zivity, we want to be the most beautiful picture frame um, that you can possibly be displayed in. 
So um, that's why we're flashy and we have this wonderful, uh, we put a lot of effort into that. And I have to give um, our user experience designer sort of a shout out for that because a lot of, um, a lot of that is due to him. All right. Well, um, as we mentioned before, it's very limited beta, um, but um, Cyan has agreed to give out a number of uh, invites to users. So maybe you can talk about how that's going to take place, because I'm sure we'll have a lot of people that are interested on how to access the site. Sure, absolutely. We um, we actually want to give out a thousand invites um, to your listeners, and we've set up an email address. Um, it's zivity. Oh, sorry, shoe money. Sorry, at zivity.com. And um, we set up a mailbox, and I'm sitting right in front of it right now. Uh, so basically, if you want an invite, you just send an email to that address, and uh, we'll get you in today. Awesome. So that's shoemoney at zivity.com, Z-I-V-I-T-Y. I'll also post it tomorrow, um, so, but I advise that you do it now because I think these will go very, very fast. Um, Cyan, we have to take a commercial break. Are you, will you be able to stay with us after the break? Absolutely. Okay. Well, let's go to our commercial break now, and we'll be back in about two minutes. Time to cash some more checks. Shoe Money will be back in a flash with the cash. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN-accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. More than a name. Uh, hello. Uh, welcome to our website. Website traffic isn't about paying for clicks. Okay, so I guess we're going to wait until everyone shows up and then we'll... Uh, um... It's about having the right content. So while you're searching for more traffic, the folks at InfoSearch Media are creating the content people are searching for. With InfoSearch Media, you can get more traffic for less money than PPC. So the next time you need to speak to your customers... Welcome to our website. They're already searching for you. Info Search Media. Get content that really clicks. Welcome back to our coverage of the 17th Annual Golf Invitational, brought to you by SureHits.com. When looking for the right ad network, there seem to be unlimited choices. Go with the only network that targets the insurance industry, SureHits.com. Let's head down to the fairway. Here we are at the 18th hole. Odd choice for Ken Mitchum to not go with SureHits.com here. I mean, they are the only ad network that targets the insurance industry. Definitely a strange choice to not pick the best option for publishers in the finest category, but, oh, here's a swing. Oh, look out, folks. Terrible slice into the woods. Jeff Burns now stepping up to the fairway. And it looks like he's already chosen SureHits.com. Clearly the best choice since they pay more for quality traffic. And the swing. Oh, my. He crushes it. When getting ready to make your drive, go with a sure thing. SureHits.com. For insurance, it's SureHits. Are your domains working hard enough for you? Park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic. With RevenueDirect's proven domain monetization service, you'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect. Make more money. Period. 
do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998 and formerly known as Joe Bucks, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Welcome to the Daily Search Cast. Monday. I'm Jason Calcanis, and here is the king of keywords, Sultan of Search, the man himself, Mr. Danny Sullivan. I listen to every show from beginning to end, and I would like you to give up more of your life so that I have something to listen to every day. Every day, I sit there and hit the refresh key in iTunes, and I have it set on hourly anyway. So, like a crack hit, I'm like, I'm a crack addict. I'm like, in between the hourly check on my iTunes, I go like, oh please God, let at the 37 minute mark, let me see if it's there, and I hit refresh. The Daily Search Cast. Live broadcast Monday through Thursdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. We're on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Watch out for the vampires. Enter the communications coven that is WebmasterRadio.fm. Now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Visit the WebmasterRadio.fm homepage for all the details. Here's more of the Shoe Money Show on WebmasterRadio.fm. All right, you. Hand over the cash. No funny, funny stuff. Now, join your host, Shoe Money. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to the Shoe Money Show. And today, uh, the show is being co-hosted by Lauren Feldman of 1938media.com. And uh, our guest right now is Cyan Bannister, the founder of Zivity. So if you missed the first... Uh, half of the show, um, Cyan gave out a code for the Zivity site to access it. You just email shoemoney at zivity.com and there's only a thousand available, so you want to jump on that. So, Cyan, um, just kind of getting the other things. Lauren, did you have any questions for Cyan? Um, yeah, a big part of the story was initially, <clears throat> excuse me, the VCs getting involved. What was that like dealing with these straight? you know, banker-type guys when you were pitching this? Well, you know, I actually think that we, we had a lot of interest. We pitched a number of VCs, and in the end, we actually chose the final two that we went with. Um, I really think that they, earlier I was describing the whole HBO analogy, uh, our, you know, the, the VCs that uh, have backed Zivity have invested in companies like PayPal and Slide, and they they see revolutionary uh, business models, and, and in the end, that's how they see Zivity. They see us as actually uh, shaking up how content gets paid for on the internet um, as being visionary. So, um, overall, it was an incredibly positive experience. I don't think that they um, they looked at our site for exactly what it is today, but rather, you know, where we could be ten years from now. Awesome, and and, and just you guys raised was it, is it seven million total or? Or is it more than that? Uh, Eight million total. Uh, One million in our Series A was from Angel Investment, and then um, our Series B was seven million. That is phenomenal. That is that's just yeah, great. Really it just shows, exciting. I mean, just the the way you guys have done it, and um, I mean, it's 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 truly amazing. I mean, there's so many people out there that you know just just don't think that their idea can work, and it doesn't matter whatever arena that you're in and it's i think it's a great success story and i really i look for big things from you guys well, thank, yeah, I mean, you. Hot, thank you 
<clears throat> hot chick sounds like a good idea to me, you know? Yeah. Well, that's one thing I think that the um, everybody in the world can agree on is that women are beautiful and that we all enjoy uh, being around them and with them and looking at them and um, and seeing what kind of art and wonderful things they have to say. So I think that that's uh, universal. Absolutely. And so... And so also, just, just touching back on the revenue for a second, the, is it the photographers and the models then split uh, together? Is that how I yes. understand it? Yes, and, and that's, okay. kind of, that, that's actually very different than how um, the photography industry typically works. Um, we actually treat the model and photographer kind of like they're a band. So as soon as they create a work together, they're tied together. And so um, every time you vote for them, right now we have a standard split, but we will be implementing... Um, the ability for models and photographers to negotiate their own split. So it'll be more like a marketplace. And so um, it'll be based off of fame and popularity. And, you know, for example, let's say that um, uh, maybe I want to shoot Gwen Stefani. And um, obviously Gwen Stefani is a lot more popular than I am. I would give her most of my revenue share, if not all. And um, it may be the opposite way around um, where you have a photographer who might be like David LaChapelle. or, you know, the next helmet, Newton, I obviously would give them 100% of my revenue share uh, because it, it definitely helps my portfolio and my profile. Um, so we're going to see a, a lot of that on the site. Are you going to be, oh, this is a two-part, a two-part question. Are you going to be moving into video, and if so, will you call me to get involved? Uh, will I call you to get involved? Is that what you said? That, yes, I'm teasing about that part, but um, <laughs> do you have video plans in the future? Uh, we do. We actually, um, the first uh, type of video we're going to introduce is actually going to be video blogging. Um, one of the things that we have to, as you can imagine, be very careful with is uh, content guidelines. And, um, you know, we want to be, um, have as little operational overhead as possible. Because uh, sure. you, you know, if you look at YouTube, they have an entire team of people who screen for content guidelines, and we really don't want to do that. So one of the best ways to do that is just um, we don't want to have live streaming video at first until we can figure that out. Um, so we will have um, a lot of our models have actually asked for they want to create, you know, kind of like you have your radio show. They just want to do stuff like this um, where they have, you know, their own shows. Um, some of them want to create, they've been so creative that they want to do like their own little reality TV show type things. Um, so it's, it's a ways off before we're going to get into video, but that's kind of, those are the ideas we're toying with right now. Yeah. And you know, Lauren, Lauren is one of the top video bloggers there is, you know, right up there with, uh, Scoble. Scoble is nervous. I think of, of Lauren creeping on his back door at times, but well, I'm very nervous. If I, did, I mean, everyone should be nervous. Everyone should be nervous if me and Scoble started taking off our clothes for video, that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the other thing is we, that's the other thing that we're debating right now, and this is a good question um, for all your listeners, um, because I'd love some feedback, is, um, you know, I don't know that we want people to take their clothes off in video right away. I don't know if that's exactly where creativity would need to head. You know um, what, truthfully, you know, all kidding aside, I actually totally agree with you. Um, I don't think that it's important at all, truthfully. I think that it's more important for the girls to just connect with their audience as a regular girl as opposed to just, hi, I'm a naked girl. I mean, because there's obviously a lot more to these women than, you know, just taking fun pictures, you know. So I, I think it's, 
it, it, it's a better way for them to connect with the user, leave something to the imagination, and you're also not objectifying the girls, you know, because it's just one aspect of their personality anyway. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that that's the way I'm leaning, and um, that's my my thoughts on you know. Like I said, we're just hashing out how we're going to get in the video, and I've I've I would actually be more inclined to want to watch video like you said, where you leave some to the imagination. I get to know more about the person. Um, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to start Zivity was I used to look at still images of women in magazines and on like Nerve.com and sites like that, and I used to wonder who they were. Did they know I was looking at them? You know, what did they? What type of coffee? Do they drink coffee, tea? Do they read books? And you know, that's the great thing about Zivity is I actually every day I log in and I find someone new who's doing something really neat, um, who has interests that are different or aligns with mine, and I actually think that that is more fascinating to me than than uh, you know a nude video. Because um, I actually really love listening to what all of these women have to say, and and you know all of the the ways, you know the things that they like. So I I agree. Yeah, and I mean uh, some of the it's it's really interesting because um, like Lauren has a few uh, female uh, video bloggers on his site, and it's it's amazing you know just how interesting they are you know without being nude and stuff like that. In fact, I think some of the just in in pictures as well. I think some of the the most you know, the best pictures on your side are, you know, aren't full nudity. In fact, I, I don't, well, I don't want to say I don't like it, but, um, but I mean, you know, I think that a lot of times, you know, leaving a lot to be revealed or whatever is, says a lot about it. I was actually, I had something, there was some comments on my site. It was like, Oh, does your wife get mad or whatever? And the funny thing is, is like, I'm showing this site to my wife last night and I'm like, Hey, I'm going to have the co-founder of this. And she just thought it was awesome. I mean, Oh, great. Great. Yeah, I don't think you know she's going to be on anytime soon, but you know she's she's doing pretty good with her day job. But but I think that for a lot of people out there listening, especially photographers who know you know beautiful models and, and stuff like that that want some exposure out there and things like that. I mean, what a great way to showcase your work and and also the models. And and it's you know it's going to have such a huge audience of 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 classy people as well. You know, I mean, do you have any sort of a demographics for, um, you know, the people that are signing up? I guess you probably don't yet. I, yeah, unfortunately, I don't really. Um, we we haven't gotten to where we're actually, you know, data mining and, and looking at all those statistics yet. We don't, we don't have enough people for it to really be a good sampling. Mm-hmm. Ideally, in my ideal world, I would like a 60-40 split. Uh, we actually have a lot of women on the site, and um, one is, if you think about it, you know, we like to look at other women. We love to see what they're wearing. You know, how can we apply makeup or dress the way they do? Um, probably women look at more women than men do, if you would believe that, but it's true. Um, we have a lot of women on the site. We definitely obviously have a lot of men. Um, but, you know, in my dream world, we would have a pretty good split and a pretty good uh, representation of women as well. Um, models actually bring a lot of their friends. Um, so they go and they do this incredibly brave and courageous thing, and they you know, uh, create a photo set and put it online, and a lot of their female friends join the site and come and encourage them. So I think we're going to see that quite a bit as well. Um, it's just having a very large female following. So that's, that's really you. good. The other thing is that there's no, re- as you pointed out, there's no requirement to be nude on Zivity. And so I think last time I checked, and it was about 50% of our photo sets were non-nude. And, um, and one of my favorite photo sets uh, probably of all time, which just makes my life is I logged in the other day and I saw this. It was um, by two, a Canadian photographer and a Canadian model. 
the model is Allie, um, and it's got to be some of the most beautiful photography I've ever seen in its clothes. And it's just a woman walking around in the snow um, with a, just a very elegant sort of Audrey Hepburn outfit on. And um, it just blew my mind. I gave her 25 votes. So I was just like, wow, that's probably the most beautiful photography I've ever seen. Uh, so you see a wide variety of, of content, which is what makes, uh, I think, Zivity so interesting. That's, it's great. I think, uh, I think it's great. Is there any way that you will open it up to men in the future? Probably no money oh, in that. Oh, God forbid. God forbid. God forbid. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Just well, asking. You know, cause, we just get a asking. lot of requests for that, actually. It's really interesting. Um, I didn't expect it. And we actually have people who write in all the time who want it to um, open up to men. And women, actually, uh, which is really interesting, women always ask for um, to be able to see pictures of couples, actually, much more romantic, erotica-style photographs of couples. Um, but one of the things that, you know, if we ever did do that, I think we would create a sister brand and have um, an entire, entirely different uh, site that would cater to uh, audiences that would want to look at, at photographs of men. Um, good idea. That's a very good idea. Because on photographs of women. I completely agree. I mean, there's, I don't think there's um, nearly as much interest or demand. Uh, in well, the you area. just don't want cats, you, you know, like they said in Ghostbusters, cats and dogs living together. You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> yeah. you want that on separate sites. <laughs> cats and dogs living together. Yeah, that was, that's a great line. Well, um, Cyan, thank you so much for coming on and talking about Zivity. I think it's a fantastic story, and I think you guys uh, have such a huge future ahead of you. Well, thank you, and thank you so much for the opportunity to be on your show. This was a lot of fun, and um, you know, welcome. You know, I would be happy to come back anytime. Okay, awesome. Well, I'm sure I'll see you at um, some future Silicon Valley events when I get out of Nebraska. Uh, it seems to happen quite a bit. So, um, all right. Well, thanks for coming on, and good luck in the future. Yeah, we're okay. nice meeting you. Best of luck to you. All right, thank you. Bye bye. Thanks. Bye. All right, Lauren, that was pretty interesting, huh? Yeah, she seems cool, man. Yeah, she's very, very cool. I met her, like I say, I met her at the uh, TechCrunch 40 initially, and then at the TechCrunch Award Show. Um, again, uh, they they had several models that were taking pictures with people, and they sucked me into it. Um, that might not be the right word, but uh, I should use. But anyway, they pulled me over to the <laughs> canvas and uh, and got a picture with um with the. They put some silly hat on me and stuff like that, which I put on my blog. So it was uh it was they're they're very cool people, very very interesting and um, open. I love. I don't know if like you know because I've always kind of been conservative a little bit, but I'm I'm so I so love like you know just. You know, just openness and I don't know acceptance. I guess not judgmental. You have you're one of those repressed Midwestern boys. You know, yeah, you know what it, I guess. You know what it's about. You know what it's about. It's just about like what I like is there's just people just doing their thing. You know, it's not like it's anything hardcore. And quite frankly, even if it was, who cares? But either way, I mean, this is a Playboy s kind of thing. And, you know, they got real money behind them, and, you know, it, it seems like they have brains and are doing it right, and just let people do their thing, man. Why not, right? Right. I agree. And and I think the whole, I think it's, 
you know, obviously comes out of the valley because, uh, you know, if you go to Sil- or uh, you go to uh, San Francisco, that city is like it's, it's uh, you know, gotten away from the United States. What am I trying to call it? Like they form their own state there. Because they got, I mean, it's just amazing some of the things you see going on there. You go down and see people smoking a, a J walking down, you know, the Golden Gate Bridge. You see, right. you know, every, people of all types, all kinds. And I think it's great. You know, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, nobody's hurting anybody. You talk to the cabbies and stuff, and they're like, you know, the, the mayor really was like, okay, let's focus on crime that matters. You know, and yeah, I mean, listen, you know, all of that aside, I mean, you know, to bring it back to business for a second, I mean, this chick's got a zillion dollar idea. I mean, she's got hot, naked, regular chicks. Nothing wrong with that. Girl next door, you know, I mean, there's a reason that they have a slideshow interface. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just to get back to that, I got a little off track there, but it's, I, I mean, it's it's like I always tell people, they always say this, but they're like, ooh, you know, it's like the the reasons always are fear or just, you know, not the w- the willingness not to do what others will. And and it's like, you know, you, you believe in your idea, then we can do it, you know? I mean, just there's nothing holding you back. Yeah, and, I mean, and, and and listen, if she had, she had the cojones to jump in and be a model herself, and you could tell when we were talking to her, she was a little bit uncomfortable. I mean, it didn't sound like she was a model by trade, you know, or an exhibitionist kind of girl. And yet, you know, she jumped in and did it. And, you know, I don't know. I I like the whole vibe with her. Yeah, I thought she was great. I I mean, like, how how balls out is it to, you know, put yourself out there like that and take your own clothes off, you know, when you're the founder of the company? I mean, I think that makes such a statement. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, it's the stupid play on words, but it really is the ultimate disclosure and the ultimate transparency. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a good one. Well, Lauren, thanks so much for co-hosting. We'll have to do this again. And sure, um, be my my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been it's been really good. Uh, everybody, you need to tune in to Lauren's. Uh, video, podcast, blog, whatever you want to call it, over at 1938media.com. And, um, again, for companies looking for more exposure, you know, have Lauren come in, film what you're doing, get your message out. Um, is that 1938video.com? Yeah. Okay. So 1938video.com is a commercial side. And, uh, everybody, we will see you actually next Tuesday. Um, I'll be broadcasting from New York City. So um, see you next week, everybody. Bye. Yeah.